somewhat um, what's the, somewhat with with. We'll cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at me. Slight interruption to the schedule. We're back on the park for episode eight, where we'll debrief on the controversy surrounding our silence. We'll cover off on two weeks of local footy news. We're going to develop a plan for supremacy if the demise of statewide footy occurs, including which club ourselves and you think might just be the best local club in the state. In a hypothetical statewide series, we genuinely wish that it actually happened. And we'll go cuckoo as Wilders presents a multi-million dollar investment opportunity that'll fluff worms' feathers. All that and some Jack Rewalt love coming up. Recording. Oh, we're on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Yes. It's nice to be back. Spill it over myself this time. Mate, is it wrong to say I had withdrawals, not spending so much time with you? Well, the word on the street is everyone had withdrawals. That's what I like to hear. Um, uh, before we go any further, dedication this week to all the Auskick coordinators. They do a wonderful job teaching our juniors and stuff. They could teach the kids to kick a little better, bounce a little better. That'd be fantastic. But Auskick coordinators. We all need the Auskick. It's the youth. The youth. It's the future. So How long you, ago were, were you a Oz kicker? No, I never, were you a no. Milo? No, no, no. I was. What was the soccer and soccer um, equivalent? Milo cricket. I don't know what soccer. I don't think we had one. It was just you just started playing junior soccer. When did you start playing soccer? I think I was like under sixes, under sevens, down at Lauderdale. Yeah, yeah. On the tip? No, no, no. We played. Um, I don't know where we played. Mate, it was so long ago. It's like. Is that where you got your years ago? toughness from? Growing uh, up playing in those neck of woods yeah, and stuff? Absolutely. <laughs> I used to, that's where I got my speed from because I'd, I'd, I'd mouth off and, and then mouth run. off and then run. Jeez, that held you in good stead for <laughs> a good 30 years? Yeah, anyway. How's your weekend? Uh, did you get the footy? I oh, did you get, did. I did get to the footy. I was, hoping to get, I was hoping to get to more footy, but I ended up just staying at York Park all day for the uh, romp in the swamp. The Mighty Roos. Mm-hmm, they did get up. Yes. What a win. That's it massive. was a big win. Yeah. How was the game? Like, I saw, obviously, Clarence got up, which was a great result for, for them. But what was the actual bit of spice in the game? Uh, but what was yeah, it like? I mean, the, uh, for the... Those that are attending, I think the halftime scuffle um, was probably a little bit more than that. Went back um, a few decades what was occurring. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, the game itself, it, Clarence probably controlled the ball a lot of the way. Um, yeah, they sort of picked apart North's defence and sort of went end-to-end pretty easily scoring their goals. So, yep. they played really well. Big, I think credit big, to them. Big Cole up uh, forward was a... 
dominant yeah, big, presence. Uh, Kick five, didn't he? Big uh, Angerstein in the ruck as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Your he man. Showed, he showed a little bit. Um, a little bit controversial to late in the uh, late in the piece with the Tom Bennett mark not being awarded in the goal square for North, which may have changed the game. There's a oh, there's a little bit of sour grapes. Well, there's a photo that we might throw up that uh, might show something different. Might have I might have just made it aware of the umpires department a little bit. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, what that meant is North couldn't get up. Uh, for Bradley Cox Goodyear's uh, 200th. No, what a career, hey? A good crowd there for that. And, uh, yeah, I think 200 games at the highest level, I don't think there'd be many people around the country with the um, resume that he's got for, no. for local football. You know more than me, but it's five flags. Five, four, five flags. 400 goals. How many individual accolades has he won? He, best uh, and fairest. Best at William Leach medal. Yeah. Um, Club BNF. A couple of BNFs. Leading goal kickers. Oh, I think there's five, six years has of he, that. Has he won a, a Normie best on for a grand final? Uh, yeah, he rolled his ankle early in the first quarter and then I sent him to um, forward line. Forward line, he kicked eight. eight. Yeah, <laughs> That's right, yeah. I remember that one. Uh, don't forget that one, Bradley. No. Uh, well, he's been he's been captain and coach of the club as well. Yeah. Uh, started at under nines yep. all the way through. There wouldn't be many at North that have had a more decorated career no. than him. So well Can't done, Brad. Um, I did see that they made special uh, Guernseys well, for the, the achievement. Yeah. They they can't. Um, North Lonnie couldn't do a women's team for the year, but they can make special Guernseys yeah. for, well, they, for the game. I think, they, uh, I that think was... the, the story I got that they uh, they only got a few of them done, but they got them sent down and only one of them had the 200 on the, uh, on the chest, so they had to get some other ones very rapidly um, done through the production to, to get them down right. here properly. Yeah, I did have um, a little bit of feedback from some others that said, um, you know, while it's a fantastic achievement and taking nothing away, um, yeah, they're a little bit disappointed that the, the women's program was canned because of funding and uh, they can get some special Guernseys made up for a, for a game. But anyway, we'll leave that there. We don't want to Pour too much controversy on it. It was an awesome achievement. So uh, well done, Brad. Uh, great um, result. Uh, now, a lot of people are asking why we weren't on air last week, and uh, just to clear it up. So there's this. There's a. There's a authority. The body is called the Australian Communications and Media Authority. Mm. Um, this is serious. <laughs> well, it's, it, it was serious. We thought it was serious, but it ended up being not serious at all. So there was one obscure observation from a previous episode that was drawn to the attention of this uh, regulatory body. Um, it was handled by our legal authorities, um, which wasn't us, thankfully, and subsequently uh, we were found to not be in breach of any standards. So I think we've always done this above board, and uh, to that obscure observant, you're wrong. So we've covered off on that. Well, that's, why, that's, that's why we weren't up and running last week, but uh, yeah. We're back. We're back. Now, um, we're all about admitting our errors on this show, podcast. Um, some of us. Some of us. And I need to send out a personal apology to Tubes. <laughs> Is it, he has, isn't this the next episode? Let's rip Tubes. Oh, no, mate. Has he got some supporters out there? Oh, the really? The barrage of personal uh, Twitter messages. And I feel like. I don't know. I just I've, I, 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 I poked a bear. I've upset someone. The GC must have a following on Twitter, emails, on the socials at well, Way Out Wing. It might be the Bowden Posse that Mate, he's following. They you were nowadays. absolutely giving it to me. And then what happens? Uni absolutely smash Hutchins in the upset, 
and he's and he's on the phone telling me. Um, did he run for us? I don't think he did. Or for uni? No, he, yeah, no, no. He's he, gonna he's gonna coach and run for the All Stars. He is, but no, he didn't. But um, yeah, so tubes, I apologise. Not, I'm not saying your comments weren't incorrect, but um, I'm poly- apologise for being a little bit harsh on you, mate. Um, the uh, yeah, the support you got overwhelming. So oh well. Anyway, mm. let's move into let's rip tubes. <laughs> <laughs> now you've got let's let's flip that. Actually, also on some bad news, is uh, it Bryce Walsh injury down at Lauderdale and Dylan Riley? Oh, Achilles. Yeah, Dylan Riley Dylan did his Riley. ACL, so that's not good. No, it, what'll be interesting? Dylan Riley sitting on I think it's fifty nine goals for the year for the TSL. Yeah, so well that. and truly ahead. In front, yeah, uh, I think the next nearest is thirty something. I think it might be Tommy Bennett. Right. 29 or 30? Can he win? Well, I think there's four, maybe five rounds left. Can he catch 59 or is Dill Riley going to do it literally on one leg in half the season? So it'll be interesting it's to bit, see. It's a bit like when um, we played that year, that uh, season with George Bailey at uni at the Rainbows and he won the, won best, the, best, and won the best and fairest and had four to, games. Had to um, stop halfway through the season because his cricket it, contract did do a Did kick a goal that season, kicked out from half back and took about eight bounces down the wing and slotted it from 45 on the boundary. Yeah, the boy can play. The boy can play. Now, we don't want to interrupt for too long, but we need your help in spreading the word about Tassie's best football podcast, Way Out on the Wing. Subscribing to the podcast channel is definitely going to help us out a fair bit and then make this whole exercise go for an eternity, not just the two or three episodes. Uh, And you've got to remember we're doing this for you, the local footy community, and we want you on board for the ride. So go on, hit the like button, give us a follow on any of the social media platforms, tell your teammates, your coaches, interrupt them during three-quarter time address to say follow way out in the wing, get your friends, family, and get on board. In fact, get your mum to listen and we'll give her a shout out. We love all the hardworking footy mums out there, so make sure you listen, subscribe and like way out on the wing. Uh, now, you got some good news. Do I? Yes, fire pits. Oh, I did. I held back on this. I, you don't want I to talk about no, it. No, no, I held back on posting something on yeah. um, social media. To uh, what well, was let's it? look. We give them enough uh, grief when they don't do it. So let's pump up. Pump some it clubs up. Can I? Can I absolutely pump up the tyres of the OLs Football Club, Old Launcestonians? Went out to Invermay Park on a Friday night. Uh, they played St Pat's. And ran into their well, one of their ex, ex ex presidents, Frank Archer, who also a player in the twos, a very solid contributor yeah. off the back line. Which he also played under nine. He played in under nineteen. No, played in reserves premiership for Hillwood. I saw during the week, like okay. ages ago. Um, but Frank uh, saw our post or saw our um, what's the word? We're running, getting the wheels in motion. Yep. Get, jumped. He jumped on the train, the fire pit train. <laughs> And uh, went back to his farm, grabbed the fire pits, put them out, and tell you what, wasn't I surprised when I rolled into the bar for a um, non-Van Diemen uh, beer, and here you go, here's the smell of wood smoke outside fire pit, lit. That's we stoked awesome. it all night. Can I also give a shout out to somewhat, um, what's the, somewhat with, with, we'll cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at me. It's Monday night. I got to, I'm still, my brain's still in school. Someone holiday. that isn't as much of a fan? Tom Pedley. Oh. Um, through gritted teeth, pay a compliment to him oh, for. Right. No, uh, no, no, no. Don't for, do that. Uh, no, the, one of the better things I've seen him do. He's done very few fit, good things. Um, <laughs> Off a football field. Stoked the fire pit with wood to the nth degree. We doubted him. Well, and then. Oh, no, where's this? 
at, uh, at, at OLs. At OLs. Oh, right. Yeah, he was injured, so he was having a few beers. And, uh, yeah, it, fire pits on a Friday night. OLs, you're the first to, for me to see it in person. Yeah, here, here. Well done. Um, so, yeah, that was fantastic. Excellent, excellent. Well, um, what else What else have I got here? Oh, um, I saw a little call out during the week uh, for, um, it said senior or over 34 women, years of age, not 34 in numbers, but over 34 years of age women in the state. The state team. Yeah, they're looking to get a state team. There wouldn't be many. For the Masters a- footy event in Perth, Western Australia. So Where? Br- Perth. Where? Perth. Western Australia. Uh, When's Bright- that? Brighton's- Meant to be going ahead? Um, September 26th. So Brighton's SFLW recruit uh, Leanne Salerno. I hope they've got that right, Leanne. Um, she's leading the push for a team at the week-long tournament over there. Uh, she helped the Victorian Masters Women League get off the ground in 2018 and has bold plans to get a similar competition happening here in Tassie. So if you want more details or to register your interest, email winter73 at optusnet.com.au. Um, so Hit yeah, the rewind button, get that email address again. Good luck with that. Uh, I saw the NTFA Premier Division Grand Final back at UTAS. That ground holds up well if it's going to be wet too. Yeah, it does. Um, not Div 1 though. No, Div 1 and the women's are going to, I think they're still at Windsor. Windsor for next year. wonder yep. if that's a contractual thing or just availability. Don't know. But used, next year, next year I think it's meant to change. They used to say it was because of the uh, Bogues sponsorship, but... Whether that's right or not, I'm not sure. But I'll wait until they start playing at the Van Diemen oh, uh, FG. That would be great. Um, so yeah, so that'd be good. Good to see the best uh, footy in the in the north um, or north of uh, Tas, not northwest, but north of Tas being at the best ground. So that's good. Uh, other thing I saw, mate. Congratulations to a couple of umpires. Um, Anthony Mee umpired his 400th game last week, and Sean Gleeson. Uh, he umpired his on the weekend. So, well Deloraine and South, he's uh, umpired VFL, State League, NTFA, NTFL, NEFU. 20 years since he started at 15 should, years of age. We should get him so. on. He'd have some umpires that have some Actually, good stories, I reckon. Actually, some best sprays. And, what was the best report you saw? Yeah. And how the game's changed over that period of time would be massive. But, yeah, so congratulations to those two. It's Wonder all about local the footy. Best, best bounce you've ever done? Ooh, Yeah. Hey, well done, to, well done to Hewenville. Voted Hobart's footy club. Voted Hobart's best sports club. On, sports club, yes. not footy club. No, best sports club. On? Seven, on 7HOFM. Massive. Good. They'll have a little plaque up in the club rooms. Good friends of the show, 7HO. Yep. Are they? Yep. They, they follow us. They do. Excellent. They do now. On the socials. They do now. Excellent. Good to see. Uh, you got anything, mate? Yeah, I do. I th- but- Bit of a Tassie theme to um, one of Tassie's favourite sons, Jack Rewald. Yes. To the um, to 300 game for uh, Richmond. 300 games, 700 goals, three premierships. They may not get a fourth. He may not get a fourth this year. He will when he comes down and plays for Tassie. Um, but, yeah, there was very much a Tassie theme to that game. Actually, with it was pretty cool, the T-shirt. The T-shirt that, at the um, end of the game. So, yeah, for game. those that haven't seen it, uh, Damien Hardwick likes to gift... A milestone with a with some sort of present. Anyway, his gift to Jack this week was a stack of t-shirts for all the players, which essentially had a map. Oh, of, so do they all get them? Yeah. yeah oh, right. Yeah. Awesome. Um, a map of Tasmania on the uh, on the heart pocket, um, and then on the reverse side, it had a Clarence Ruse logo. 
to which Jack was very uh, happy to point out that former North Launceston players Ryan Mansell and Toby Nankervis for the Tigers uh, was thrilled to see the Tassie logo on the front. Not so much. And then refused to put it on when they saw the uh, the Clarence shouldn't jersey on the back. Shouldn't have told them. I, got, I, also got, I also got a funny story out. So for Brisbane, there was also Mitch Robinson, Fagues coaching, and Zane Littlejohn running for them. And I touched base with Zane about whether or not he'd provided any feedback to his former charges in Ryan Mansell and Toby Nankervis for the... Uh, opposition while he was out there. Anyway, strict to his job, you're not allowed to engage with the opposition and stuff. So he didn't do that. But he did say that Big Nank. It's always a but. He, he did say that Big Nank provided Zane with some feedback during his running stint to get off his treadmill, which I thought was it's good to see it. Even at the top level, there's that level it's of, banter. Bit of banter. Yeah, not um, not bad coming from a ruckman though. Get off your treadmill. Oh, I'd probably still runner. I'd still bank. Uh, Nank over, over Zane, Zane. Would yep. you? Yep. Sorry, Wombat. <laughs> well, that's not good. Um, uh, Georgetown notched up their first win, which I thought was good. They've had a struggled season in the NTFA Premier. Mm. Um, Hillwood. So, over Hillwood. So yeah, it was the a, local derby. It was a bottom of the table clash, but um, it's always good to see... <laughs> a bot. <laughs> a, a, a bot. <laughs> Uh, but it's always good to see a team uh, get their first win on the board for the season. Now, was that actually their first? I didn't yeah, it know. Was. That. Yeah, in so, all divisions. No, the win. No, I'm not, not sure. I just know for the seniors that was their first win. Yeah. So commiserations I, I to was, the, uh, Jake Pierce coached Hillwood. I was out there at the ground. That's um, it was bad conditions. Damp. Oh, damps understatement. Yeah, not good at all. They had three games of footy. I don't know what happened to the unders in that. Uh, in that where Didn't they played another score, day, yeah. but um, a bit like uh, first d- game was horrible. I was prepared. My junior boys on Sunday morning were playing out at Deloraine. So Del- I think Sheffield had best part of two and a half inches of rain. I was expecting Deloraine to had about twenty two mils. <laughs> uh, and I was waiting for a um, and the river was rising at Deloraine as well. I was waiting for a, for an email or something to come through saying the game had been cancelled. Anyway, I saw some photos of the South Launceston Deloraine matches, and the ground looked in really good nick. Um, but we got out there Sunday morning and there was no, f- no fog ground. There was not, oh, there was a tiny little patch of mud on it, but it was a credit to the groundsman or the farmer that manages the, uh, the Deloraine Oval. It was pristine conditions. Oh, there so, you go. Soft underfoot? No, it wasn't. It was still not firm. too bad. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, well no, done. Held together nicely. Well done, Deloraine. Um, and... I think the only other thing I've got is we've just discussed it before we started this. Finals are in the air. It's like really it's close. <laughs> I was looking at uh, my round summaries and thinking, oh, I wonder if these guys are going to, um, you know, win their next four or five games and get into the finals. And there's like two games, two wow. two rosters. Uh, sorry, two roster rounds left, or three in some of these comps. So we're getting to the pointy end, but that's great. I love oh, that's finals when we kick into yeah. kick into the next gear for Ab- way out the wing. Absolutely, we'll have to do a few ground, um, maybe a few reports from the ground and. Well, Interviews after the games. I'm a little bit disappointed we didn't get down and see the Campbelltown Robins. That's pro- if if we had to mark up on a board regrets for the year, that'd probably be the first one that I put up at the moment. Um, they've they've finished for the year, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, that's not good. So, so they start finals next week. Yes, is so that right? I think they've got a week off this week, and then they'll start uh, yeah. next week. Okay, so in the ODFA, we want to hear from you. If you've got a performance, either individually or by a mate, by the team whether it be on-field or off-field that you think we should know about, hit us up on the socials, at WayOutWing on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, or send us an email, wing at gmail.com. 
If you've got a fly-in player, we need to pump it up. If you've got an event, a reunion, whatever it might be, touch base with it and we'll do our best to share it amongst the Tassie footy community and make sure everyone knows about it. Uh, Communications. Oh, uh, yeah. We're going to go analytics. milestones. Uh, well, there are a few on. there. We'll, we'll put them in. You've caught me off guard here. That's okay. I'll go through a few that I saw while we're at it. South Launceston had half the team having a milestone game last week. Uh, Anthony Viney played his 250th, which was a great result. Luke McCartan and Tommy Ramoth played their 100th. Brad Keegan, 150 games. And John O. Lawrence, 100. Um, so he, uh, he started the day there in the resis. But um, well done to those boys up at South. Uh, good to see those sort of milestones at a club like that. Shows that there's a good culture and... People want to play up there, so... Uh, the ones that I saw in Norfolk had a big... Um, they had a couple of milestones. They had uh, 200 games to... Or 200 club games to Ben Shovel Lovell. Shovel Lovell. Yeah. 100, and 100 game... 100 senior games to Jacob, Jacob Wiggy Wig. Wigs. That's... Come on. We're original on these ones. Uh, and 100 club games for Jordan Banger Banksmith. Nice. So... Do you remember um, Jared's circle? I'm going to... Try and you think that was square? No, C I R K E L, Circle. Is that what you pronounce it? Bridge North played 300 games last weekend. Do you know what he's known for though? Oh, he's the um, Prime Minister's mullet yes, man. The mullet. I'm talking about mullets. We had a few uh, few photos get sent in. They, they actually got good mullets. So, but well, that's a good segue into communications. We well, did have a few. Oh, sorry, on. you got We're one more. Going. No, a few. But uh, yeah, so well done to Jared. Adam Snowy Wilson. Played his 150th for Dosa. Couple of flags in the seniors, Snowy. two in the reserves. So, well done to Snowy. And, <clears throat> closer to home, Stewie Bud McDonald. 150. A co-coach co- co- for the old Scotch reserves. Played his 150th last week. And Chinny Masters played his 100th. Yeah, we won't worry about Chinny. Well, he was last seen celebrating. Sleeping. Yeah. I saw that photo. <laughs> a little bit too hard. In the grandstand. Uh, nodded off to sleep. Uh, up in the grandstands On ladies night as well Normally mm. he shines on ladies night You know Last three years for ladies day he's New he pair of he boots He hasn't played all season And he gets picked for ladies day He's got he a new pair of boots New pair of boots every game Bright yellow uh, So good on him Chinny Cannot play word on the street with Cannot play footy Flowing in from himself, ladies day A few of the Bridport boys Walked into the club rooms Post game Ready for the um, obligatory chat from the coaches Thanks very much for coming but Apparently walked in Thought they'd walked into Nightclub so what's going well, on? Well done to the yeah, club excellent. down there. Well done. Um, so yeah, you you talk about mullets. Now we did get a few through. Unfortunately, they weren't social media um, approved. They, they if you're going to send in some mullet pics, you've got to have clothes on. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Good ones. Yeah. And I there didn't were see set, them. They must have been sent to you. And probably. the mullets, the mullets refer to your haircut up top. Angus line Stop it (laughs) Yeah So uh, Yeah no but Moving into communications uh, I was up at the pool Again for Kids swimming lessons tonight I was having a chat To a former local legend I won't name the names But uh, He was saying that He'd listened back through The back catalogue Of uh, wing episodes And uh, 
he had been re-engaged with local football. Oh, that's awesome to hear. That's why um, we do it. So he's, he sits down and he, he goes through the results and um, it's good. He's back into local footy and stuff. So that's good to hear. The well, only problem was the only problem is that I said to him, we're, um, 10 years ago we'd recognise every person's name in the paper and now we're having to dig through it and find someone like an Axton or a Muller for Georgetown that yeah, we actually, I, I think that we actually our, know. I think that's our age, mate. Oh, absolutely, this, absolutely. So, um, well... I've got something which will really reinvigorate, add a little bit of spice to the podcast, which I'm going to put on you very, very shortly. Um, but communication, I didn't get much else. I've got, I've got this one great email. Actually, I, I owe an apology. Um, another one. Another one. I called Yarn from King Island Footy Club, uh, Footy Association. I think we both did. Yeah, I called Yarn. Jan and we referred to him as her. Yeah, it's he is a he. Yarn, yarn is a he. Does an awesome job at King Island. Thanks, Gilly, um, for pointing so that yeah, one out. Yeah, thanks to Gilly. Uh, Gilly's good on the emoji. Uh, not the emojis, the gifts. Uh, is in he the, as good the, as me? No, no, no. But you're up <laughs> elite level. But he still loves a gif. Gilly and I should have a gif off. Oh, I'd like to see that. <laughs> so, uh, before we get into my email, um, and I want to get someone very special on the phone. Um, to discuss this with you, analytics Twitter sphere blew up <laughs> on the, the weekend with uh, with the Jack Rewalt three hundred um, uh, tweet that was uh, massive. Re- so, re- what was the word? Uh, just rekindling the north south rivalry with yeah. uh, North Oni and Clarence, and it was very poignant given the uh, the romp in the swamp. Yep. as I'm referring it <laughs> to it. So that was good. Now uh, I had a look. We cracked with. We cracked 1,500, almost 1,600 downloads in total now. So that's awesome. Pushing towards 2,000. Uh, we've got a new listener in Europe, France. Really? Yep. New listener in France. Who's, in the, who's over in the Tour de France? Is it Richie Port? Maybe it's Richie listening in. Could be. Well, anyway, he's over there. Or Worthy, Cameron Worth. He's Scotty not Bowden's in. over there. Uh, look at us name dropping. <laughs> but anyway, if you're there in Francais, please uh, get in contact with us directly through the socials. Give at us a Way baguette. Out Wing. Give us a baguette report. Yeah, but uh, mate, you can't get a bag baguette. But anyway, so we've got a listener in France. That's great. A, a, um, a bad get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stinger. Now, do you know what has been? This is a good segue for this. Do you know what it's been our most downloaded episode? Albie Nicholson. Close. Episode six, The Third Wheel with Tubes. That has been the most downloaded episode. Now, must be all these um, followers going back to see whether you ripped him anywhere else. (laughs) Well, I'm not sure the reason behind it, but um, I'm going to suggest we strongly get him back after he served out that four-week suspension. So that's, uh, I think that finishes next week because of the buy. Um, I've got something right now. I'm going to call him. I'm going to get him on because I had an email come through the desk, which I uh, hopefully you didn't see. I didn't. And I'm going to ponder something to you and right. Tubes. Right, yeah. It's going to take a while. I hope he answers. So do I. It's Monday night. He might be. <laughs> this could be awkward. He knows it's Monday night when we record too. We haven't given him any heads up. Hmm, this could go down really well. I wonder what he's doing. <laughs> Hi, you've called Andy from Jono's home, mate. If you'd like to leave your name and number after the beep, I'll get back to you as soon as possible. 
Alternatively, you can leave your order after the tone and Ooh, I'll get it out. Place it on and do an order. Okay. Thanks and have yeah. a good day. Oh, good day, mate. Uh, can I order uh, six relish for my kebab shop? That's a really bad accent. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm trying to do. Tubes, it's Worm. Can you answer your phone? Call us back. Bye. Oh, here, oh, here we go. Oh. Look at this. Right. Hey, mate, i got something for you. How well, are you, Worm's Tubes? got a quick question for you. You, right. you did get an apology, mate. You'll have to listen back to this podcast for that. <laughs> so I do, I do apologise. How, how good were uni on the weekend? Oh, they were terrific. Oh, well, last yeah. weekend, so. Did Last you run for them? I, I ran a few tins from the bar to the wing. Um, Whereabouts in the wing? Way out on the wing. Nice. Um, yeah. Hey, right. you, you guys going on? Right? Yeah, no, Mate, well, well, thank you. Well, I've got a quick question for you. Oh, so this is an no, it's, un- a, well, it's actually not quick. It's, a, it's an unsanctioned phone call. We yeah. apologise for that. Have, Worm you got, have you got five or ten minutes? Worm spilt this yeah, on me yeah. without me knowing. Otherwise, I would have given you the heads up too. <laughs> All right. Mate, I had an email come through. And I wanted yep. um, the way I'm going to run with this is I'm going to get you and Wilders to both give me an answer, and yep. if if it's one apiece, then I'm going to be the adjudicator. But if you okay. both if you both agree on this, then it's going to flow through. It's going to be Carlton based. No, no, it's not. No, oh. it's not. But that a good win. <laughs> How good right. were we? They choose. All right, enough, enough. Oh, uh, now, so I got an email came from a long time listener and loves an email, Hayden Fox. He said, hey, lads, who is the best non-state league football club in Tassie right now? Would it be Devonport, Wynyard, Bracknell, Longford, Lilydale, Signet, Lindisfarne, Rosebury, Turax, and Virgil's OHA? Could be a good one to ask people to vote. So I, 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 I don't mind asking people to vote, but I thought, look, let's take it out of the general public's hand and let's uh, give it to a couple of experts. You, weren't, co- run- you weren't confident to throw that question out? No, no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna run it with the two of you. So what I've done is I've designed a little uh, round around robin tennis tournament, sixteen teams. Now I've chosen sixteen teams based um, solely on uh, their current ladder position. So I haven't chosen premiership flags. I obviously can't do that because um, we haven't won a premiership. But I've put them into little brackets and. You two are going to decide who is the best non-state league team in Tasmania. You're listening to Way Out on the Wing with Wildus. And I'm Worm. With thanks to Van Diemen Brewing, your local beer this footy season. So, I've chosen a couple of... uh, I'm with you, Chubbs. I've chosen a couple of teams from um, the better leagues. And I've got every league in here, and I haven't done. A, I haven't included the women's um, without being sexist. Um, I, I could run a separate women's comp, but um, I tell you what: if you hadn't got hate mail for the ripping of tubes, <laughs> I'm going to get. You're it about to get a heap for not including <laughs> some certain teams. All right. Well, if you can find me a, a women's team that's going to end up. No, no, no. I'm not talking women's. I'm talking if you've oh, only, picked, if you've only okay. picked sixteen teams in yeah, the in the yeah, state. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, I'll tell you who I've I'll tell you who I've gone for. Um, I've picked down south tubes. Now you might be able to help me here if I'm off the mark. I've chosen Signet and Lindisfarne from the Tubes has just gone to the fridge to get a bowl of sauce while to engage yeah, himself. Yeah. Yeah. Signet and Lindisfarne yeah. in the SFL. Yeah, yeah. I, I reckon uh, 
I reckon Huonville might yeah. have Lindisfarne, given they were okay. Well, I'm happy to last drop his premiers. All right, I'm happy to drop out Lindisfarne, so I'm going to replace right. them already. Here we go. We're on the fly with already. Huonville. Yeah, we are. So I've got St Virgil's and OHA from the old boys. Yep. And the Pigskin Warriors from the Masters. No, I haven't got the Pigskin. <laughs> 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 from uh, so Wilders from the NTFA Premier. Now I'm probably a bit biased because I'm here in the north. I chose South and Longford because they're one and two, but our team are on a on a mission at the moment. Do you know what? When you, when you initially asked the question without knowing you were going to go into a knockout round, yeah, my my head was immediately going to Rochelle. Yeah, okay. So I've got so I've I've put Rochelle in as the third team, and then Div One. Um, now they're probably I think I've, I've got Lilydale and Old Scotch. Um, so yeah. So I've got I've gone the top two. OLs are just behind them, but Old Scotch have beaten. OLs did have fire pits. True. Ooh, hold on. <laughs> but uh, Old Scotch have beaten them twice this year, quite convincingly. So I'm going to nod them ahead. Up on the northwest coast, I've got Devonport and Penguin, with Winyard a little bit stiff, not to get in there. They're only yeah. just behind yeah. Penguin. Yeah, Winyard stiff. Yep. Yep. Um, Burning stiff, and, and look, and yeah. I know Winyard is going to beat like a grassy or a red par and stuff, but I wanted I wanted to have a team in from each comp. So I've then gone Mount Pleasant from the ODFA, yep. Monton Preston yep. from the yep. Northwest Football Association. Not fourth. No, well, Monton just beat them. So I'm going to go with the form team. Queenstown from Darwin, red par from Circular Head, and grassy from King Island. Okay. Okay. So our first match. Lindisfarne versus Redpar. Well, that's that's Huonville now, isn't it? Oh, it is. Well done, well, Huonville. Thank you, Tubes. I Thanks knew for you were here board, for a better oh, reason than Worm. The, the, All right. So the, Hewan- the listeners, the listeners got no idea what's going nah. on, but I, I do. Okay. So <laughs> Huonville versus Redpar. Wilders, who wins? Huonville. Tubes. Yep. Okay. So Huonville go off to the next the next bracket. So this is purely we're scoring here. It's a game. It's a game as, of okay, footy. So it's would not be, just what's the best club outside of. No, but you could take no. consideration. You could take into consideration no, I think like the need, June. No, 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 no I disagree on. with you. Okay. It needs right. to be just purely on okay. a game based right. situation. I'll answer the question. Okay. Uh, on the other side, we've got Rochelle playing Queenstown. Rochelle. Yeah, I'd have to go with Rochelle. All right. Signet. Taking on Longford. Signet. Oh, that's massive. Signet. Given that, easy. Given that Longford easy. has just wow. closed, uh, lost on the weekend. All right. Yep, Signet. Uh, South Launceston versus Grassy in King Island. On King Island. <laughs> in. On. In it. On. In it. No, they're in it. <laughs> on King Down Island. The uh, Down the mine. They could only get the early flight and they've had to play at two. So they got the six o'clock flight. They've flown in. A few did of the boys. A, did they have a function Friday night? Uh, no, they didn't. But <laughs> but they had um, they had a players' meal on Thursday, and six boys have got gastro, so they're not flying. I still think South. South, yeah, I think South. Sorry. All right. I'm saying grass. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> you got a hate. I reckon the South. South boys might be a bit grassy. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think South will get over the line there. All right. We're going to the first bracket again. Lilydale taking on Penguin. I'm going with my boys, the two boys, Penguin. Where's it played? Uh, Lilydale have been drawn home. Oh. Sonny Whiting playing? Yep. Okay, I'm going to say Lilydale. Oh, I really didn't uh, want to choose between those two. I actually Jesus. look. 
I feel bad putting Lilydale and Penguin so early in the competition. I mean, they're only you know only one team can win this. Uh, Lilydale would match it with most of the Premier League teams, I reckon. So, but I just don't know Penguin uh, uh, tubes. You reckon? Uh, how confident are you? I'm, I'm, I'm filthy there. They've got Mav Weller and Luke Russell running around. Jack Templeton's playing up front. They're they're very very strong side. The two blues. Sell me Lilydale Wilders. No, I'm actually I'm actually wavering on the back of Ned Perry's um, support tweets. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so He's big I'm, on penguin. Yeah, right, so I'm, on penguin. I'm probably going to have to say All right. on the back of that penguin. Penguin are in. Penguin have made that bad lately. Only a point. Yes. Only by a point. Kick after the siren, yeah. I reckon. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's his name? Um, missed. Jack Templeton. No, no, no. He missed from Lilydale. Um, Sonny. No, no. Sonny doesn't miss. Uh, I've forgotten his, <laughs> his name. I'll get, I'll get oh, back to him. Um, right. Morton Preston. Morton Preston. Applying old scotch, Mott and Preston. Really? Yeah. Wow. They are. They're a strong club. They're a strong club, and I know this is tearing you apart, Will, just to say Mott and Preston. Well, but I didn't. I didn't really. I, uh, I didn't really. He didn't, he didn't waver yeah. on it. No, no, but I, it'd be tearing you apart. I'm sure, being a being a Scotch boy. Uh, but I'm with you, Mott and okay. Preston. Okay, righto. I don't get a sorry, vote there. So sorry, Brayley. That's fine. Um, Devonport taking on St Virgils. Where? Devonport. Uh yeah, I've got Or uh, Campbelltown. Um no, Devonport. You oh. can't play at St Virgil's, it's too small. They're up at Devonport. I'm gonna say St Virgil's. Really? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. St Virgil's and, and, and I'm wow. I'm pretty conf- I'm confident about that. Jay Bowden, okay. Reese Mott, Daniel Muir, Cam Luke Duffy. Potter, Cam yeah. Duffy running around the run. All right. No worries. Tyler Bowden. Do you want me to keep going? No, 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 no. It's good. Um, all tra- right. So tra- St. Virgil's, St. Virgil's win that. Now tra- we're Duggan. down to OHA taking on Jake Cox. OHA taking on <laughs> Mount Pleasant. <laughs> this is the ships well, in a yeah. canter by about twenty goals. And no disrespect to the Mounties because I love some of those boys up there, but the OHA ships are. It's not being very, played very in the good. shipyard because of the. It's it's looking like a construction side of the uh, moment. I don't think it matters. <laughs> Doesn't matter. OHA for me. All type. right, no worries. Nah. All right, so we're into the semis. We're into the semis. No, Ooh. we're not. We're into the quarters. Can anyone still listening now? I think this is great. <laughs> this is going to be brilliant for the analytics, just to see <laughs> this the listenership great. just drop off the no, face of the is, earth. This is good. People want to know who's going to win. All right, so who did we kick? Um, we Hewenville. We'll put Hewenville in. All right, so Hewenville. Are playing Penguin in the first quarter. Oh, in the first quarter. Yep. They don't play the don't. next three. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> the first quarter final, Hewenville taking on Penguin. Oh. And it's too far for either team to travel, so playing at. This is all neutral venues. Yep. At all Blast these. At Ut- no, Utahs. Oh, the better God. ground. Hewenville got the ass end of the deal there on the travel. Oh, Penguin. Yeah. It's still two and a bit hours, isn't it? It's not Hewenville. Penguin, hour and a half, hour 45. <laughs> Rightio. Neutral venue. Uh, I'm, Hewenville, I'm Penguin. saying Hewenville. Yeah, I'm going to make you choose here because I, I love uh, Penguin. That's where I played my footy as a junior. Well, this is why so I called I, you, Tubes. You know, know. You, know the, you know the teams. Uh, but I, I, know, I know that Hewenville are very strong. Um, and I, I, I'm picking a tie. 
A tie. All right. Well, if Wilders has <laughs> gone Hewerville. Throws, throws worms algorithm. <laughs> Wilders has gone Hewerville. That's, they get the win. They get the win then. So Hewerville are through to the semi. To take nah. them on, we've got Motten, Preston or Signet. Signet. Yep. Easy. Go. Right. Easy. So our first, uh, our first semi-final. Oh, that's massive. Signet versus Hewerville. We'll get to that. Oh, in, the oh. other, in the other quarter... We've got um, Rochelie taking on St. Virgil's. Oh, wow. See, now yeah. it's getting interesting. <laughs> this is great. Rochelie versus I'm, St. Virgil's. I'm, I'm sticking with uh, the Saints. Yeah, St. I've got to do the same. As much as I think yeah, that yeah. on their day, Rochelle will match it up with anyone. I think the ships have just got a bit too much firepower. Okay. Rightio. Um, in the other... In the other semi quarter, quarter, quarter. Thank you. We had South Launceston about a three-week break after their trip over to King Island <laughs> uh, due, to, due to food poisoning. <laughs> taking on OHA, South v OHA. OHA. Gee, you're South biased, tubes. No, I'm not. I'm not biased. I just, I just know that they've got some real. Stars, mate. Uh, so do South Launceston. I'm going to say South. I'm going to say South on this, mate. South have been solid. They've taken everyone in their stride. Um, okay. but anyway, it's up to you to decide. No, you, well, it's I'm, actually, I'm it's actually up to you now. Yeah, you now. All right, yes. I'm going. I'm going South. I think South. <laughs> I think. I think. I think South beat OHA. Why'd we call Jews? Because I needed a, a. No, it was one all, and I'm the deciding vote. Right. So, first semi-final. Semi. Signet v Hewenville, oh, wow. and we're we're not going to play that. We're going to play that down at um, Margate. We're not going to play at Penguin. No. Oh, it's snug, snug oval. Yeah, we're playing that at snug. Signet v Hewenville, both full strength. Both. You'd have to you'd have to play a semi final like that at, at the spiritual home of football. North Hobart. North Hobart. Gra- on, on, well, the gravel. I was going to say, but oh, uh, North Hobart will be fine. <laughs> Uh, if it's it, it, regardless of where it is, it'll be a cracker match. And like, I, I like, actually think, like like last time. Well, I think this year they're more evenly matched. So I think this is going to be didn't, the way didn't, you've 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 planned it. Didn't Signet beat Hewenville by a hundred points a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, but Hewenville had a lot out, had yeah. about twelve out. So I think this is going to be the SFL Grand Final. For 2021. So I, I think so this we're is going to press. We're going to press pause here. And we'll come, we're going to come back to okay. this in about uh, what six weeks, seven weeks. All right. Okay. Yep. To see who plays. Oh. So we're actually going to St Virgil's or South. So St Virgil's, St Virgil's and South in the other St Virgil's. Not, St. Virgil's not have South just, no, 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 South Lonnie. <laughs> they've just knocked off OHA in the quarters, and now they got to play the other. Old Scholars team in St. Virgil's for a place in so the you, final. Do you want it decided now or we sit on this? Do we get – is this where, is this where this we bring is where we in? some engagement? Yes. All right. Oh, I like it. All right. I like it. All right. We'll people. leave it at that then. So we've got South v. St. Virgil's in the second semi. And, and you know what we should do is off air record a bit that says how we think it's going to go. Oh, I like it. So All right. then we can compare our notes yep. to the masses. And we'll give, um, we'll, we'll do about four options. So no matter what happens, we're right, we're right for the next two hours, Tubes, because we can run through yeah. it all. Uh, all right. Well, that, thanks for that, Tubes. 
Mate, welcome. Sorry. Bit, uh, bit off the cuff. I know you Sorry probably to get didn't give you it. off the couch yeah, on a Monday a night. For research, yeah, Survivor. But... Oh, who's winning? Oh, who knows, mate? Right. Uh, game of strategy. Actually, you'd be good on that, Tubes. Except yeah, the uh, what about the physical side of things? How would you go? I reckon I'd probably lose about twenty kilos if I went the distance. I've got it to lose, Worm. Yep. All right. Fair good. enough. I'm, I'd go okay. What's your mentally, um, mentally yeah, tough? I reckon you'd have a mentally. <laughs> And comically as well. <laughs> Thank you. Wildus is looking going, Thank you, Tubes. All right. I'm just thinking about, no where, we're, I'm just thinking about where we're going to edit this and cease the conversation. <laughs> we're not. We're including the lot. We're just yeah, running. I know, it. but I need to cut this somewhere. So thanks, Tubes, for having us. We'll let you get back to the couch. See you, boys. Right, See you, Tubes. Thanks, Tubes. Hey, mate. Have you heard that new local footy podcast yet? No. What's the game? Way out on the wing. A couple of jokers chatting about all things footy and Tassie. Yeah, I reckon it's got some legs. And you know the best bit? They cut through all that normal media bull. Yeah, we should get the boss on board to advertise with them. Yeah, for sure, mate. Get in from the start, that's what I say. Who doesn't want to listen to some genuine stories, some footy discussion, and some pretty good tall tales? Don't forget player of the week, fullback and beer. That's my type of podcast. Get the boss to email them. You'll love the exposure. Pass me one left-handed shifter, would you, mate? let's see what's happened in football this week. Uh, let's cast our eye to the furthest game we know existing. Yeah. The North, the North Texas Devils. The boys. Yes. Girls got their first win. Well done. Score. Actually, actually got three. Wins. Three wins. The Rezies got the chocolates over the Austin Crows. And then the seniors beat OKC, Oklahoma City, Flyers, and the Tulsa Buffaloes. So, well done to um, Team Texas. Great result. There's some well big done, boys fellas. that play in that league. Did you see some of the photos? I want to know. I would love to know, and we, this is probably a question we need to ask them, is is there a ratio of Australians to Americans you have to have on the field? Or oh, a, good question. Ex-AFL players that you had to have? Good question. There was a good hip and shoulder I saw on their socials. There, um, yeah, there's some big, big lads that mm. play uh, that play there. Our, our, our boy Jackson Jackson. Um, we haven't got that sponsorship kit been, yet, do he's, we? He's been going all right, the big fella. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah. moving a little bit closer to home to TSL, uh, Clarence, as we mentioned before, got over a thriller in uh, the romp in the swamp in Bradley's uh, Cox Goodyear's 200th game. Um, Launceston shifted gears at three-quarter time, largely through Cody Thorpe kicking two last-quarter goals to uh, run over a plucky Kingbra. Uh, and Lauderdale thumped Glenorchy to finally get a win over them for the uh, for the first time and the last time this year. Um, the Yeah, Glenorchy had won the two previous ones prior to that. Uh, into the SFL, that was restarted after a week off. Uh, Lindisfarne got the chocolates to a goalless Claremont with Coach Cassidy kicking 16. Oh, that's a bag. That is a bag. Um, bag. You do, I don't. Uh, I'm a defender. Uh, you're a forward. Uh, Hewenville, uh, what are we, 44-point winners over New Norfolk at Boyer. Um, Signet got the chocolates over Dodgers Ferry. And in the tightest game, Sorrell got over Hobart at the TCA ground. Mm, good result there. Well, down to the old boys. Round 13, just three rounds to go. Massive upset. Dosa feeling the heat with Uni for that last spot on the four. And uh, 
they got the job done against OHA at the shipyard, which I said earlier looks more like a construction site at the moment. There's um, cranes and <laughs> gravel everywhere. I drove past there the other weekend. So Good spot uh, for commentators. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they're getting a little platform Maybe for us. Maybe we should get down there. Damon uh, Curtin, huge for the Roosters with five and a best on ground performance. So they uh, they won by 20-odd points, I think, 19, 20 points. And other games, results went as expected. St. Virgil's. Uh, got over the top of Hutchins by 30 points and Uni uh, easily accounted for improved Richmond, who in the end kicked seven goals, three at 45. So it was one of their better performances. Might have even been their highest score of the year. I should have looked that up. Uh, but a 19-goal first half to the Rainbows definitely gave them breathing space that they needed. So it's, um, yeah, tightening up there in the in the ladder competition uh, for that final spot. Actually, final two spots now. So Hutchins and Dosa. Equal on 28 points. Uni just outside the top four on 24. So we're going to cover off the run home probably next week, Wildus. Run we home will, into, we into will finals. We do have a special section of yeah. uh, where your team is placed come finals. Mm, so that's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Um, Southern Masters, the boys, guess what? Massive result. The Pigskin Warriors got a... Their first points. Yes. Actually, no, so, no, it wasn't. They've had, a, they've had one previously. They got a draw. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they got two points against the real. Sing, what is their song? We are the pigskin warriors. Don't we? We wear um, whatever colours. <laughs> leather. No, it wouldn't be leather. Bacon. <laughs> leather. Leather and chaps. Do you reckon they got bacon on their we jumper? Wouldn't. Maybe we need to insert a bacon logo on the Wing All-Stars jumper. Oh, who doesn't love bacon? I had bacon um, tonight. That's why I was... Burping a little bit before I had roast bacon. Well, anyway, getting back, getting back to the footy because we've already been going for about an hour. So they they uh, they got the uh, the draw, uh, which is like a win. The Lindisfarne Two Blues got the chocolates over the Super Jets and Kingbra getting the dub over Lindisfarne Blues. They are still winless this season. Uh, just SFLW uh, in the. Division One, uh, Kingbra got over Clarence. Uh, sorry, beg your pardon. Clarence got over Kingbra. Uh, in other notable notable results, uh, Uni over Huonville um, in Div 2 and Hutchins with a big win over New Norfolk in uh, Div 3. So Nice. Moving up the right, up the... Yeah, so up we... Up the highway? Up the, or up, up the, the Midlands. Midlands a little bit. Please uh, drive carefully up the Midlands. Mm, uh, Bothell defeated Tribana uh, and... Campania did a number on a very, very solid at Campbelltown. How'd our, how'd our boy go? Dirt. Mm. Not actually sure because it didn't actually see any details of the game. My guess is they, uh, Campbelltown scored 28 points. My guess is he scored 26 of them. As in 28? From full back. 28 points? As in no goals? No, they kicked no, goals, they kicked but goals. my guess is Dirt scored 26 of those. Highly, highly likely. Uh, and, but, oh, sorry, they were the only two games. I was about to, <laughs> I was about to go a bit further into that. Uh, in TFA Premier Division, geez, there were a couple of good results in here, as we alluded to earlier. Georgetown got their first win over Hillwood. Uh, Bridge North in a tight one over Scottsdale. So these were all pretty good games on the ladder. They were all pretty well functioned. Nicely. Our boys, Rochelle, the City Tigers got over the Country Tigers. They're now in the, in the five. Yeah. Moved up Top to third. Moved up to yeah. third spot. And then out at what I thought would be a very wet Deloraine, South Launceston um, got the job done over, uh, over Deloraine. So that was all good there. 
Nice. Well, nothing really to um, report out of the ordinary for the Div 1. Uh, Scotch beat uh, Bridport comfortably by about 10 goals. East Coast um, got over Evandale by about 100 points and St. Pat's. Uh, avenged their earlier season defeat to Meander Valley uh, at home, getting over them reasonably comfortably, but uh, would have been a wet and soggy beach, I reckon, up there. So um, they did well. I reckon that five is now set, Wilders. Some pats. I've been banging on about it all year. Some pats. Positions are set? Yep. Um, well, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. You keep saying that five is set. They, they are set. But I'm now. after positions set. Oh, you want what positions we, set? Well, no, I I'll, don't. Okay, I'll tell you next. Well, I'm sick of only, you saying it's set because you've said that since episode one. It actually hasn't moved since. No, since I know, exactly. So stop harping on All about right. it. It's going to really depend on how old Scotch go this week. All right, moving into women's. Uh, women's, again, nothing really of note. Um, there was a 2v3 game, uh, old Scotch over Hillwood, but... The old Scotch girls accounted for Hillwood quite convincingly in the end in a very, very wet and muddy uh, Hillwood Oval. Bridge North got the chocolates over OLs um, and the rest was pretty yeah, pretty easy wins to uh, Georgetown, Launceston and South Launceston. Up on the coast, Northwest Football League, uh, Devonport... Uh, easy winners over Olveston at Devonport Oval. wonder how wet that was up there. haven't seen any photos of that. Ned, I didn't see any photos. Not, not sure if you were there because I'm pretty sure you were at the better game of the, the round. Penguin, six-point winners over Bernie in what would have been an absolute cracker, I reckon. So, Northwest Football Association, Worm? Uh, well, no, you got the girls. NWFL women's, but there were no matches this weekend. Okay, then. Yep, so the NWFA. Uh, Monton Preston, too strong for Sheffield. Sprayton, slightly too strong for Rosebury Turak. Held them scoreless and piled on 252 points for themselves. Uh, fourth gave Turner's Beach a bit of a bath as well. Uh, probably a bit of a wake-up call Speaking for Speaking to our man... Valentin. Valentin. We did pump him up about selection. Is he back? He wasn't back last week, but he's training Thursday night and we'll put his hand up for selection. Has he played enough games for finals? There's only three rounds to go. Well, he might be named on the bench for a couple. Uh, Sneaky little bench bench name. Just come in as a little finals delight, I reckon. Fair enough. And Olvey got the win over East East Olvey. So the Battle of the Olveys. Circular head. We we had Red Par, top team Red Par over bottom placed Forrest Stanley. Uh, rolling out 90-point winners. And in second versus third, uh, Scotchtown got the got the uh, points over Irishtown. Nice, nice. Well, in the Darwin, have we got our Darwin report from... I'm just, um, I'm just pulling it up right now. From our man, Bond. Hazy. Yeah, Hazy 007. I did see Queenstown smash Somerset. Right, Darwin report. The most thorough report roll, roll of, the, of the week. Uh, Yola travelled in a tone with high hopes, but they were quickly dashed, losing to the Magpies by 104 points. Braden Hayes, no relation to Hazy, uh, continued his good form in front of the sticks, and Braden Chandler continued to show how damaging he can be around the stoppages. Yeoman made light work of Wrigley up at the Capitol, romping Ridgely. <laughs> Romping home by 107 points, league uh, leading goal kicker Peter Fulton 
continued his dominant season, bagging 12 for the Robins, while Nick Belbin held his head high for the struggling Saints. South Burnie, uh, Tubes' men, notched their fourth win of the season, brushing off Caprona by 53 points. Big Rowan Baldock returned to the Hawks, kicking 10. And Big Dylan French continued to live up to his reputation of crashing bodies. Can Hazy do all our reports? I don't know. He's, he's awesome. Uh, in what shaped up to be you the... You know what? No, I'll, I'll leave that. Can I finish this yep. last game? Yep. In what shaped up to be the last match of the round, Queenstown tore a new, near full-strength Somerset apart by 184 points on the gravel. That's a tough day out. Uh, the Newson brothers were the best for the Crows, with Sam and Josh kicking six each, while Matt, playing his 200th game, there's one we, we missed, was electric in the midfield. Hazy, mate, you have added the verbs, the adjectives, the uh, pronunciation was delivered superbly by me. We make a good team, mate. But you were going to say about Hazy? No, no, no. I'm going to leave. leave okay, that. then. I'm going to leave. Oh, that's, that's going to come, is it? Maybe. Oh, <laughs> did you hear that one? Uh, that's all I had. Is that all you had? King uh, I've got King Island. North got over... Was it Curry or Grassy? Hang on. It's coming. Uh, North North got over Curry, uh, 63 to 37. And I haven't had time to read the report on Facebook. I, did, I, got, su- I got surprised. With the, I, the, I didn't uh, realise the kids didn't go back till tomorrow <laughs> at school. And so last night I was surprised with... I'd, I'd been told about it. I'd just forgotten that but I had the kids, the kids today. at the brewery tomorrow. Uh, that's all right. We're allowed to we're allowed to wing a few things. Hey, um, why did something we haven't spoken about? There was actually some ripping things on um, on Twitter and little social media snippets of footy, local footy. The guy that um, gave, broke his nose. No, gave oh. well, I'm getting it. The guy that gave the ham, the fake the ham pass in oh, the air and looked around between the legs. Yeah, yeah. that was good. But uh, Bryce Smith, the guy. I'm just reading the article on Bryce Smith. So he kicks the goal. At one end, and then he was the guy standing the mark um, at the other end. This was in South team, Australia, yeah, I think, wasn't it? Team, um, had bloke had a shot had after a, had the a, siren. Had a shot. He's playing for uh, a Colonial Rice Garden shot. against Lockman. Atrocious. Had a shot, and he smacked it straight bang, falconed him in the nose, knocked him out. Broke his nose. <laughs> Did you see, run? He's on the ground. <laughs> Broke his nose. <laughs> awesome. But he said, he said, I snuck back a few. Um, a few meters, so the guy kicking didn't realise. So I wonder if there's a little error in judgment in regards to the whole stand rule there, and whether actually so he didn't been... sneak in. No, he went. He, was... he went back a few, and then he pushed forward but as he, he was kicking. Have... It's what he said. So maybe it should have been a fifty, and maybe. So we've got another controversial decision, a bit like the Tom Bennett mark. So, something we've um, something Tester. we've raised. That's what we're about here. So anyway. Jumping in front of King the on the mark, the ball cannoned into his face. <laughs> and broke his nose. It's a great video. Get on and have a look. We'll put so, it up on the socials. Yeah. Anyway. Player of the Week. Rally brought to you by Van Diemen Brewing. Rightio. Player, Player of the Week. You don't have one yet, do you? Yeah. Do you want me to put it on I'll, pause? I'll make the kick 16. I'm stealing him. <laughs> uh, well, we our last poll, we only got four right. votes. So 
Player of the week uh, this week. Null and void, you calling it, Worm? Yeah, null and void. We're not going to give something for four votes. So One of them was mine. Frandra game, game Shatters doesn't get the four pack? No. Nah, sorry, right. sorry, Shatters. You weren't my man. I'm how, happy. How many games? 300. Yeah, maybe 400 I would have given it to him, but Ooh. I don't think 300 enough. So, who? What nominations for this week? You can go first. Uh, maybe Tubes because I ripped him one last week. You can't he nominate doesn't, he doesn't, Tubes. He doesn't, You're going to nominate yeah. Dirt again? Um, who am I going to give it to? Maybe Bud, 150 for Scott. Bud from the boundary. Yeah. No, I'm Brad Cox Goodie. Goodie. Mm. I'm going to give it to Brad. 200 games. 200 games. Very good CV. Yeah, he's going to be my player of the player of the uh, player of the week. Right, yeah, yeah, not probably you know, the at best the top at the top level. That's, uh, that's probably the up level. there with the best uh, celebrate celebratory personnel of a premiership. Yeah, yeah, loves one. Yeah, he's he's got experience. One of the be- one of the be- <laughs> we're celebrating a premiership. <laughs> it was about 10, 10 or eleven o'clock at Sunday night in the Inverest Tavern. I don't know where it came from, but there was a beanbag produced. Anyway, the beans, it was popped. Oh, no. Beans went everywhere. Anyway, within about 10 minutes, Brad was asleep down on the ground, but he'd fallen asleep in the beanbag balls, and we had to go and clear a... a, a he was actually breathing. He was breathing beanbag <laughs> balls in, so we had to go and clear a little spot a for snorkel. him. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, photos? You got photos of that? Uh, yes, I do, but they're not going to ever see the light of day. Uh, my player of the week? Yep. Sean Muller. Sean Muller. Sean Muller. Georgetown's first win. Celebrated with his kids. Now, I sent him a message earlier tonight. I said, you got any... How did Axton go? Axton got... Anthony Axton got best on ground. I said, was he worthy of it and stuff? Uh, Sean said yes, he was. But... Uh, he also sent back, I said, have you got a suggestion for player of the week? Hoping that he might say, yep, certainly Axton just dominated around the ground. Do you know what he sent back? Myself. He said, if someone can top 15 contested marks, oh, God. 10 scoring shots, plus three that may or may not have made the distance or gone anywhere near the sticks, in ground conditions more conducive to tough mutter than football, then I would have to... Well, then I would have to say Axton, unfortunately. So it's essentially gone. If someone can top that, well, it's just me. Oh, so on the basis of that, on the basis of that, you are such a big noter, Sean. Sean Marley, you're my player of the week <laughs> in Georgetown's first win. Jeez. Come on, Brad. <laughs> player of the week. Rally brought to you by Van Diemen Brewing. Well, I'm introducing a new member to the Wing All-Stars. Who this week? I don't Who's know. Getting the, the, you got one? Well, I'm liking the work. I'm liking the work that Hazy's bringing to the show. Yeah, Hazy's our man. I'm really liking uh, his effort. He's contributing. He's contributing more than um, <laughs> a lot of us. <laughs> and I think for that reason, he's probably going to... Do you reckon if we threw him a bit more beer, he'd do other leagues for us? Like all of them? <laughs> No, uh, but I reckon he's 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 we contributing. Can't, we can't keep it below fifty minutes ourselves, yeah. let alone before we go Hazy's report. Yeah, he's definitely in there as the top um, three or four contributors to the podcast thus far. So I'm gonna well wait until wait until uh, these guys get going. The pigeons, the pigeons. Yeah, well they'll be contributing financially. <laughs> but now I'm gonna put Hazy in. 
We're going to get Hazy into the wing all-stars. Um, where is he? Is he our scribe? Hazy at the moment? Or is he? He's water boy. Oh, at the moment. No, no, well, no. But he might. There's still field positions for him. Yeah, he might sneak onto the field with a couple more. If he keeps up with this, he'll definitely be on the field. Well, this week's report was best yet. Yep. So Good work, Hazy. At the moment, well he's done, there. Well done, mate. Um, you got anyone? Uh, no. All right. Uh, that's it for the Wing All-Stars. We're filling up. Look, it's a How good, many have we got? It's a good team. Two, four, six, eight, nine with Tubes coaching. Jeez. Are we going to get a run? I think... I'll tell, we'll, no, tell you who deserves... A spot on this, never been mentioned on the podcast before, but due to his antics on the weekend, Dan Morgan should be really close oh, to being yeah. in the rolling All-Stars. Actually... In the wing All-Stars. We uh, we missed a few of those communications. There was one from... I'm not sure if it's the same Dan Morgan, but there's a communication, Dan the Man Morgan. That'd be him. You reckon? He wanted to thank the local constab... Con, what's the word? Constab... Police. <laughs> Constituent? Constabular... Establishment. Members in blue and members of the Wing family for helping you out last Saturday at a 40th. Was he all right? He was in a bit of trouble. Was he? He was a bit stuck. What happened? Well, he was just in a precarious position. Okay. I think he might have have fallen over a veranda or something onto someone. Oh, well, I hope he's he's okay and he's recovered. Um, But, uh, yeah, keep up those sort of antics and you'll definitely be getting in the Wing All-Stars. So, we need uh, some good stories on Tuesday. You need to back it up, don't you? Yep, Absolutely. Oh yeah. Right, well, time on. This is the crap that we couldn't present earlier in the episode. There's been a lot of that. <laughs> uh, I canvassed a, another local legend this evening about uh, a topical issues that we needed to d- discuss. Couldn't really come up with much off the uh, off the cuff, but he did propose a question which I thought was actually quite poignant and really good. So I'm going to fire away to you, Wayne. All right, mate. Give it to me. So, in this day and age of AFL and um, talking about rotations and length of games and players on field and being congested and stuff, which on-field position should or could we do away with? Um, So, if we had to reduce it to, say, 16 or 17... Oh, get rid of the wingers. You reckon? Oh, actually, no. Get rid of a a forward and a back. We go five at each end. Yep. Because then there's less... There's less congestion in... That's where, yeah, get rid of a forward and a back. What about if you got rid of a ruckman? Um, no, well, it's not going to... Nah. Just paid a free kick in the middle of the ground each team. Just like, alternate. A bit like netball. Alternate kicks. Alternate kicks. A kick at... No. So imagine a designated... Daniel Rich gets the ball yeah, from inside 50, 50 or inside the square. Nah, no, that's silly. Don't be silly. That's, ruckmen fact, don't that do is, much around the ground anyway. <laughs> that is stupid. I'm just proposing no, I'm the question. That is a... Stupid proposition. That's the fifteenth time you've used that word tonight. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, that is that oh, is. Sorry, rid- we used it towards your idea. That is ridiculous. Get rid of the ruckman. Uh, no, the other get one- rid of the, Get rid of the forward. Get rid of a backman. But I'm going to propose rule changes. Minimum. Bring back third man up. Minimum. Yeah, well, that'd be great. Minimum of um, two players in each like team. AFL need, need to stay inside. The- Have we? Have we discussed this yeah, already? Yeah. No, we haven't discussed it, but need I to alluded stay, to Need it. to stay inside the 50-metre arc. All right, then. Two from each team. New one. And yeah. I know we're already bombard the listeners with um, with beer sponsorship and stuff. Yeah. Who are you going to share a beer with 
Thought, who would you like to share a beer with this week? Who would I like to share a beer Out of with? anywhere, whether it be on the football community. Uh, who know. are you sharing a beer with this week? I'd love to share a beer with my brother uh. because, unfortunately, sadly, he's, uh, his pet dog, Maxie, passed away this week. Maxie was the coolest dog in the world. Not many dogs get let inside my house, as you know, when Rusty came in. I was like, hey, get out of here. Max would just go sit in, chill. He was like a human, a stone human, but we all love Maxie. Oh, so well, I would share a beer with Matty. All right. Um, given that he needs to buy a carton a carton of beers off On you. the back of carton <laughs> flogging Collingwood <laughs> yesterday in the last so, quarter. So that's even a better beer because he would have bought it. I did offer to share unusual. a beer with Matt, get him up here. and But uh, I'd share a beer with uh, Jack Rewalt's old man. Chris. Yes. Yep. I reckon he'd have some stories yeah. that uh, that we might, may or may not just be able to get onto a little bit. Oh, nice. So, nice. Cabbage. Cabbage. Could, could play. Is that his nickname? Pretty certain. I wouldn't yeah. know. That's the first time I've heard it. Yeah. Was he used to get in their fights and he got cabbage ears? Or? I'm, not, I'm not sure, but he was a good player. So, did you see the footage of uh, Jack's brother, Charlie, falling over the boundary line <laughs> no. in the congratulations? No. And Nick Rewalt was commentating at the time and absolutely lost his bundle. <laughs> oh, Charlie's lost it. Oh. I did see Charlie interviewed um, at, I think it was halftime. Halftime. Yeah, he did a very good well, job. Well, good for those boys to get up to um, yeah, Queensland up in the midst of it. You know, I played... A bit disappointing given the... Um, 300 games, 700 goals, all the all the fanfare that would have been organised for that to have mm. to be shifted. I uh, I didn't play with Jack, but the year we came back from overseas, uh, Clarence's runner was either injured or had to go. So I think it was Rhett Lockyer. So anyway, or someone else. But <laughs> I I you're to, referring to yourself in third party. Then. No, so I, so I filled in for the finals, and that was the year Jack got drafted. And I remember him bombing one from about 65. I think I've spoken about this before. Bomb one from 65 on the three-quarter siren against the Savages in the, I think it was the semi. Uh, he can play. He could play back then as a 17-year-old, yeah, obviously. And, uh, yeah, great job, Jack. But, no, Chris would be good for a beer. He'd have some good stories. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else? Um, no, I don't. There you go. <laughs> What's this? Uh, just, what do you think this is? There's some audio happening. All right. Sounds like a cow giving birth. All right, then. I'm going to show you this. What are they? Just showing worm of a picture. Pigeons? They're pigeons. Okay. <laughs> Way out in the wing has just purchased a breeding pair <laughs> of racing pigeons. Are you for real? Yep. Their names are Little Bill and Seagull. <laughs> What is this from? Yep. So we're getting into what, the... We're, we're what, get, what little Bill and Seagull? Well, <laughs> little Bill's a little reference to me. Right. Yeah, so that's fine. Okay. Seagull, because you're always swooping in and then fucking off <laughs> with a chip or something. Right. So you, you're the female <laughs> part of it. Excellent. Okay. Now, just a little bit of backstory here. So Please. Little Bill <laughs> is from the highly acclaimed Holden Cox stable. He's... <laughs> His mother is Mother Plucker. <laughs> His father is Puff Daddy. This is There's no word of a lie. Where'd you get these from? Were you... God, you must have some spare time. 
Like, do you know how expensive these were? <laughs> Not very. Fifteen dollars each. <laughs> Wait, do we get them? Seagull, we were, they're on the way. <laughs> Seagull is by way of Mrs. Galar, and is the daughter of Poopster and Firequacker. Now, the both fathers. Uh, two previous winners of the highly regarded Mount Gambier Tasmania ah, handicap. Yes, it's a big handicap race. But way one. out in the wing, we're not like these two can race. But more importantly, do we say race or fly? These two can fly. I don't know. I'm not actually up to. T- someone can clarify the terminology there. Excellent. These they can either race, racing, pin, or uh, what are we pigeons? They can produce offspring for us of subpar quality. No way. But. We're gonna. I'm gonna throw out suggestions now. I think. Well, this is a photo of them breeding. Mate, I've just Google searched this. The world's most expensive pigeon is a Belgian race bird worth 1.8 million. It's oh. be a money maker. Well, we'll this is what I mean. Little, 15 bucks. Imagine we'll what. Breed these little. We can turn. Up. We can turn this into a Ponzi scheme. So if you want to invest <laughs> in a pigeon, but yep, there it is. Right, little okay. Bill and Seagull. That's awesome. They'll be flying the coop sometime soon. Well, I did not think I'd leave the brewery and be the owner of two racing pigeons. You're the only. You're the owner of Seagull. Seagull. Yeah, I mean, you know, between us. All right then. Yeah, we surely we'll split yeah. the winnings. Yep. All right. Can I, I like that, it. Can I have that fifteen bucks cash? <laughs> yep. Done. I'll get it out of the honesty jar. Actually, speaking of money owed, when I rocked up to Hillwood to didn't, watch, you didn't. You were there so early. I was. I was there. The girls' game was five dollars. And sorry, normally the women's standalone's five bucks, um, but if you're there for the reserves and the seniors, it's eight. I told him I was only there to watch the women, so he only well, charged me five. Yeah, I was, but it's a bit of a tight ass thing to do. So, so you want to put three bucks in here now? It's three bucks. Yep. Here we go. Open yeah, it up. There you put go. Done. Well done. Thank you. Uh, right, so you've got racing pigeons. What else have you got for us? Anything else? No, that's all. That's racing pigeons was all I had. I, there uh, was a bit of work involved. That was a school holiday project today. That's awesome for the boys. Well, that's it, mate. What a week. Beautiful. We're done and dusted. That's not relatively bad. promptly. Nine, out of here. nine. Uh, what is it? Nine thirty-two, and we've walked out with two pigeons. Um, <laughs> two birds. Two birds. So that's uh, that's not too bad. Um, what are you planning this weekend to go watch? Uh, I actually haven't even forecast forward. To keep an eye out because I've got to go through it. Is the, it tot? The games, is there really? Yeah, Lilydale Old Scotch. Ooh. Out at Lilydale. Hopefully the weather gods uh, conspire conspire to have good weather around the uh, state because it's been wet otherwise, uh, at least in the north of the state. So keep an eye out on the socials. Friday we'll put the, the games of the week up. Big um, game in the Div 1 as well. In TFA? Mm. Okay. Bracknell Rocher. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be good out of it. Um, but yeah, no, it'll be football based. It'll be. I hope there's Friday night games at OL so we can go to a fire pit. Throw Come that on, up Frank. on the socials. Get it out there. Anyway, make sure you go and see local football. Have a good week, all. <laughs>